Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing, Joe Benny? Got this mic is shaking. It's like me. We haven't had a cocktail in a few hours. We're shaking all over the place. Welcome. Joe Benny's got balls. How you doing? Um, folks, today's going to be a cool show. We got some cool stuff coming up. Um, and uh, I can't wait to interview this guy. You know, we're in the service industry. So this this exactly doesn't follow suit with your typical service industry interview today. But it's still going to be very interesting because I... In my heart and in my soul, I do believe this is the service industry. You'll see what I mean in a minute, but uh, we're going to bring our guest in in one second. Uh, as always, I'd like to say hi to the glue that keeps the Joe Benny's Got Balls podcast together. My boy TK, what do you say? What's going on? Hello, brother. How's it been since we last spoke? Everything good in your life? It's good. Moving onwards and upwards. Say, hope, hopefully you're saying the same on your side. I'm okay, TK. I, I We do like a five-minute kind of uh, – this is for everyone out there. We do like a five-minute how you doing when we get online. And today I gave TK the uh, kind of the truth. I'm a wreck, TK, and I'm going to let our, our listeners know really quickly because I'm going to ache a little bit. I'm going to twist a little bit. Not only do I do like physical therapy for this fucking thing back here called a back that I have, but I'm also, uh, I'm getting blood work. I'm getting all kinds of stuff. I'm a wreck, guys. I was feeling better when I was at Joe Benny's. Can I just say that just for the record? I might have to go back to work because to feel, to take this pain away. <laughs> yeah, stay moving. Keep that blood moving. Dude, I wish I could. I'd like to go out. On days I feel good, I go on walks and shit. I did like five miles the other day. I felt great. Last few days, not the case. But whatever. We're here today. I'm sitting down. I feel good. Thanks, uh, thanks for doing what you do, TK. I appreciate you a lot, buddy. Of course. And let's just bring in our our, our guest today. Um, I was gonna I was gonna intro our guest in a in a very introduce our guest rather in a very um, different way. And if you'll entertain me, TK, I, I asked you to to cue something up for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and as I introduce um, him, this our next guest, I'd like for you to cue that up as I introduce him. Is that is I, that going to be doable? I wish we would. We'll get demonetized if uh, we play too much of it. But I'll try to scrub here and find the right part. And uh, well, it's the it's the first. It's the only. It's only the first few lines. How about that? Is that going to be okay? A, okay. Or, yeah, let's, we'll just, let's scratch wait, it. If we play it longer than fifteen seconds, they'll take us down. So, <laughs> so let's see here. Let's try our best. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure. I'm sailing away. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough, ladies and gentlemen. I can't give this away for free. If you Let's not give it too much more than that. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to today's guest on the Joe Benny's Got Balls podcast, Captain Bobby. Hey, Hi. welcome. <laughs> Ahoy. My man. What's welcome, up, guys? Welcome, Captain Bobby. Welcome. And, and well, Captain thank you for Bobby, having me before on. Before we go any further, in your honor, 
today I have I, I'm wearing my sailing shirt. I just <laughs> I see that. Nice, nice. Yes. You got some great vocals there in that song, man. Thank you. Thank you. That'll yeah, we're right. gonna save that for another episode, okay? <laughs> TK, let's as always, let's pretend I have a set of balls here and I'm gonna ring those balls every Absolutely. time I need you, brother. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, let me know. Uh, I'm I'm here. I'm always here. Ring the ball. Thank you, bro. Thank you, TK. Captain Bobby, great to have you, brother. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Thank you. Good to see you, bro. Yeah, I'm good. I'm well. I'm well. So I, I'm a follower of your – before we get into it, I'm a follower of your Instagram and your social media presence. I think it's one of the uh, most- I am also a follower of your Instagram as well, man. That that Thank one you. thing, that five-minute and 80-whatever, five-minute and 30-some-second video you did where you were so real and leaning over the uh, – encounter when you decided that you had a close shop that was uh yeah. that was amazing that was i think the only time people on instagram watch something for longer than 17 seconds <laughs> that was good man i think you're right thank you brother well the reason i bring that up is because i've been following you and i've seen a couple i know this is your busy season right it, it is actually it is yeah no and i heard that you said you were putting in you know 70 plus hours a week and yeah I was yeah. happy to get you because I know you still you still have some sailing ahead of you in the next you know few weeks here. But did I hear right before we get into this? I just want to, for the record, did you're a big Star Wars fan? I see, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> so in the beginning of the season in May, this was crazy. All right, so look, look. So last quick background: my wife and I own Baltimore's only locally owned and operated private sailing charter. Uh, I'm from Baltimore. My wife is from Southern Maryland. We both live in Baltimore city. Um, so we're very, you know, attached to the, to the city. Uh, we started our very first cruise was July 4th of last year. And, uh, on June 1st of this year, I quit my nine to five to do this full time, which was, you know, like, well, let's see if this works. Um, you know, it's, it's stressful. But, um, so last Monday, we turned and we were 14 months old this uh well yesterday um we were 14 months old, old on september 4th and in may of this year when i noticed a lot of other boat companies in baltimore weren't getting any bookings we were booked every single day in may um which is you know may september october for the tour slash boating thing it's statistically the slowest months yeah. um but that may when i saw how well we did uh, it wasn't slow at all. Um, that's when I chose that I was going to go ahead and, uh, you know, quit my job and see what happens if I do this 100%. And, yeah. But my wife made me promise if I was going to do that, a couple of promises. Um, Wednesday night is always date night, so I can never sail on Wednesday nights. Um, and I've stuck, good to, you know, stuck true to that word. And the other thing is Labor Day weekend, she wanted just for her and I to take the sailboat out, have no bookings. So this past weekend – and that was our goal. We had no booking. We closed it off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And our goal was to go off sailing. Instead, uh, we stayed home, sat on the couch, played Star Wars Lego on the iPhones, built Star Wars Lego stuff uh, in the living room, and just generally just chilled. And it was the first time since May that I did nothing. I didn't 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 edit a reel. Didn't go out on a cruise. Uh, didn't call people and make bookings. Didn't respond to emails or comments. Well, um, and it was so nice. Well deserved, brother. Well deserved. That's what I was getting Thanks. to. So, okay, now that you you're talking about reels, I gotta ask, brother, 
who are, are you the is it you and Alicia? Do you both do the social media? Who manages that account? So uh, I I do. So Alicia writes blogs on the Facebook, and I do all the videos. So for TikTok, YouTube, and uh, the biggest is Instagram. I mean, ninety eight percent of our business comes from Instagram. Yeah. Um, uh, we have. I think today we actually just hit eleven thousand followers, okay. <clears throat> which is amazing because like I didn't really have an Instagram account when we started this business last year. And Alicia, you know, I knew that social media was important uh, yeah. to get customers. And uh, Alicia's like, we'll do Instagram. And so I signed up for Instagram. And in, in oh my goodness, man, in March of this year, we had a thousand followers. And now wow. we have 11,000. So 10,000 followers more in the last few months. That's great, um, growth, man. That's awesome. Thanks, man. I mean, it's really, it's not me or Alicia or the business. It's really Baltimore. We, we would never have been as popular. I mean, this year, look, 14 months. We were 14 months old yesterday. Yeah. And we were nominated for Baltimore's best local tourist attraction and Baltimore's best local Instagram account. And that is not sure. We work hard, but that is not all us. This is a team effort, and the team is Baltimore. The people of Baltimore have been, I mean, you know it from your business. I mean, the lines down the street, people trying to get in to get a pizza on a Friday night. Uh, I don't know if we could do this in any other city in the world because I don't know what city welcomes small businesses as much as the city of Baltimore does, as much as the people yeah. in the city of Baltimore do. Definitely special, and uh, I'll add to that. I've had a lot of requests of people trying to get me to reopen in the county. Some person had me wants me to go to Pennsylvania. Anyway, you know, <laughs> I'm just entertaining these. Uh, but uh, I'll be honest with you, and I haven't told anyone this ever. If I ever do reopen, which I will, I love this stuff, you know, too much to stay quiet too long. But it's got to be in Baltimore because it's just been such a great place for me. And I can see that it's very important to you. Let's back up a little bit. Let's get out of the boating. Uh, yeah, let's get out of boating and sailing for just one second. Because okay. I don't really know much about you, brother, and I'd like to. And so can you give me some – like? You, well, you I'm a Capricorn. My favorite color is purple. Yeah, oh, right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your best meatballs are Joe Benny's meatballs. No. <laughs> My favorite meatballs are Joe's give me, balls. <laughs> give, me some, give me some background, brother. I know we uh, – ex-military? Is that – did you uh, – yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got a weird I got a weird backstory because I, I kind of took a while to figure out what I wanted to do. But yeah, I was you know, I was born here in Baltimore. I was raised in, I was raised in Woodlawn, um, used to come down to Baltimore a lot in middle school. I was arrested a couple of times and expelled from school. Now, was I expelled in middle school or elementary school? I was expelled in middle school. Ah. A- anyway, the point is this. <laughs> um, my mom was dating this guy that happened to have graduated from Mount St. Joseph High School. And because uh, every alumni is allowed, I guess, like like a gimme, you know, at some point in their life. And since she was dating this guy, when I did finally get out of middle school, um, the, the gimme was, let, let, let me get this, this guy into Mount St. Joe. So I went to Mount St. Joe, and it saved my life. You know, I say three things saved my life, uh, and that's my mom, Mount St. Joe, and the Army. Um, and Mount St. Joe, even though I graduated – the news article was wrong recently. I think he gave me a 2.1 GPA uh, <laughs> on News Channel 2, but I actually graduated with a 1.79 GPA. So I do, I do thank – What are you going to do? Yeah, I do thank Jamie Costello and News Channel 2 for giving me a couple points so I didn't seem like <laughs> a complete idiot. But like, you know, in, in the end, when you don't do too good in school, do too well, <clears throat> too well in school um, – 
you know, you got a couple of choices. You can, you know, find a good blue collar job. You know, I was a volunteer firefighter at the time and I did apply to be a, a city firefighter. Um, or you join the military. That's what I did. You know, my, my grandfather was in World War II. Um, I grew up listening to stories and watching black and white, you know, war movies with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I joined the, uh, I joined the army and then that's, that's the, that's the, that was the, that was the backer right there. I had a lot of good leadership in the military that pushed me to go to college. Um, I did get hurt in the army and I got medically discharged. Uh, mm-hmm. but, um, when I got out, the VA was like, listen, we're the ones that hurt you. You know, you want to finish your college. And I couldn't believe it, you know, and I did. I went to Towson University. I'm like, look, this is what I got. What's the quickest degree I can get? And they said political science. And, um, yeah, and then I got my bachelor's. And from there, I went on to a program called Troops to Teachers, where I taught in Baltimore City at Walbrook High School in West Baltimore mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years until it closed down. <coughs> Excuse me. Um and then once they closed the school down, I needed to find something to do. So I went back to Iraq as a contractor for a while. And that is what gave me the money to buy a boat. When I was in, a, in Iraq the last time, I kind of had a close call um, with something. And, well, the story is, you know how, like, people, when we were in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know how people would send you care packages from churches and things like that? Um, like magazines, cookies, whatever it is. Maybe you send meatballs. Um, but in the end of the day... Um, these care packages would come in and truth be told where I was stationed, the, um, the officers would take out all the good stuff from the packages mm. and leave the crappy stuff for the troops in the field. And I just waited on whatever they didn't want. And it was a magazine called cruising world, um, ah. which is, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it is a magazine, uh, where people are in sailboats traveling the world, living their best life on their boats filled with pictures of, you know, people have like sold their homes and now they're just living on a boat, sailing around. And so I was in southern Iraq. I'm smelling the, the salt air from the Gulf and, you know, s- seagulls are flying around. And I'm looking at this magazine. I said to myself, if I get out of here, if I make it back home to Maryland, I am going to buy a boat and live on it. And that, that is the boat back there. Yeah. So you, and then prior to that, you had no boating experience? Well, I used to fish and crab with my grandpa on the Chesapeake Bay um, in his little boat. My mom used to wake – my grandmother used to wake me up at 2.30 in the morning on like a Saturday morning and pack me some bologna and mayonnaise sandwiches. And we used to go out with my grandfather and sit in the sun. Oh, my man. I hated it. It was so hot. He had no roof. It was a little tiny boat. And we're just sitting there. You know, we would drive down to Solomon's Island. Uh, to go crabbing, and we wouldn't leave until he had a bushel of crabs. Except there's a couple of times, you know, uh, he was getting kind of hot himself, and so we would we would come back in. We didn't have a bushel of crabs, so he would stop off at Ken Island on the way back and get a <laughs> bushel of crabs and tell me not to tell my grandmother. And we, had, <laughs> we came home pretending that we caught him. <laughs> I like your granddad's style. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> So, okay, that's cool, man. I didn't say I didn't know any of that about you. All right, so another cool thing about you that I've, you know, at watching your social media, I see you do a lot of collaborations, right? I do, and, yeah. Yeah, which is just so freaking cool, brother. But there was one, I wrote his name down because it was really uh, Jermaine Gibbs. You oh, yeah, a- Jermaine yeah. Gibbs. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, so you did with Jermaine Gibbs, and it was about, uh, it was a hope mission. Yeah, and, yeah. 
I love not only that you, you know, your boat, you have the sailing charters, it's amazing, but you also find a way to incorporate and to accentuate Baltimore, which I think is so cool. So what I mean, yeah, there, so your collaborations, you want to try to make Baltimore, you know, sing in a way, right? To other people, people that don't know much about it. But tell us more about this, dude, because I think every video I see of you, it's either you promoting, you know, Baltimore in a certain way or having someone on and uh, and, and, right. and promoting a, another cause. But you like to do that, right? I mean, that's, uh, you know, in the beginning, yes. In the beginning, the social media was just because, oh, well, we're starting a business. And social media is important for businesses. And then all these negative comments started coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had this I had this one video where I said, you know, people don't believe it. But, you know, if you look over there, you see Fort McHenry, you see the city of Baltimore. And look at the sunset. That was our first, uh, quote unquote, viral video. Um, and then it was met with 99.9% positive. But that 0.1% of, I guess, people that hate their lives or whatever. But they're coming in with negative comments about oh there's a body floating or whatever and then i started to fight back um so we baltimore is a city that is completely underrated we do have our problems i want to caveat right here saying i'm not a moron yes we got a crime rate our schools can be better um yes there's a lot of issues that we need to deal with in baltimore but baltimore is a city with, with two different stories and like you know one of the stories is, is what hbo and uh the media and all that kind of stuff will portray on the television but mm-hmm. the other story which is 95 percent of it or even more is this small businesses flourishing people supporting small businesses um neighbors on a random monday night sitting on the stoop having a drink together where you know you could go to the county sometimes and call the sacks where people have lived together for 25 years and don't even know each other's names. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore, there's a reason why the nickname Baltimore Smaltimore comes in here because we really are a community and we're community driven. Yeah. And I just felt that people are missing that, especially these armchair, you know, judges or keyboard warriors or whatever they call, you know, yeah. sitting home who have never been into the city um, and they don't know what they're missing out on. Like, yeah. I don't want to go to an Applebee's on a Friday night, man, you know. God bless you if that's your thing. Go to Applebee's. Have fun. Not you that know? there's anything wrong with that. Wrong Applebee's. with Applebee's. Yeah, especially if they're going to sponsor you one day. But like um, <laughs> in the end of the day, the small businesses, the little mom and pop bars and restaurants that literally Alicia and I, my wife Alicia and I can just open the door, walk less than 30 seconds and be in a bar on a random Tuesday evening with our neighbors and their kids and their kids, which is great. Yeah. Like we're all yeah. growing up together. We're all a community together. And that is something that people simply miss. They feel like Baltimore is some sort of war zone. But I've been in war, and I will tell you, it is not a war zone. Far from a war zone. You're right. We get a bad Far rap, man. I, I can't tell many people would come from out of town, and they'd want to know where to go. And then you'd have always a few people that would chime in, well, stay away from this. Don't go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get it. Yeah, I yeah. But it's it's hard. Those people, if they weren't going to say something about that, they're going to find something else to talk shit about. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. people are wired I, sometimes. While we're talking right now, like I'm getting because I'm doing this on my phone, right? And I'm seeing Instagram messages and comments coming up. And somebody just sent a comment right here. That's not Baltimore. I know what it looks like, and you're definitely not in the city. Yeah. Well. Yeah, guess right. what, bud? <laughs> I'm in the city, motherfucker. No. I know. I know. I know. 
Hey, let's talk business for a while, brother. So yeah. I, 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 I got to be honest, total disclosure here, man. I'm one of those guys, my first boating experience or sailing experience, a friend had a boat. We went out to uh, wherever the hell we went. I can't remember where. And everyone jumped in the water. We were drinking beers and we're having a good time. And then I'm like, all right, let's jump in. And I'm a, I'm not a germ for germaphobe, but let me tell you, man, that first time I set foot wherever the hell we were, Miller's Island, I don't know. Oh, Miller's I was Island, like, yeah. oh, my God, get me the hell out of this place. Where, where am I? I'm in a different world. Not a big fan of going out on a boat, jumping into a murky little waters, obviously, sail uh, your sailing operation. I'm hoping you don't do that. Do you? Tell us a little more about your business, man. What what services you provide? <clears throat> so we we run we have four cruises a day. Each cruise is two hours long. Um, our schedule changes, you know, pretty pretty much throughout the year, depending on when sunset is. But generally, it starts with a morning cruise and ends with a sunset cruise. Um, people can bring whatever they want to eat or drink on board. Kids twelve and under sail for free. That was the first time that we got national uh, media attention um, because evidently. No one else is doing that. Like, not small businesses, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but inflation sucks, man. A bag of grapes is 10 bucks. Like, I mean, how can, how can a family afford to come out on a sailboat when they're spending $10 for a bag of grapes? So anyway, in the end, we let kids sail for free, and then people can control their mu- music. And what our number two question, the most popular question, the first question is, you know, where do you sail to? And the answer is, well, wherever the wind takes us within the two-hour time frame. And the second question is, do you have a restroom on board? It's a very serious question. We absolutely do. Um, but that's kind of what we do. So last year, some numbers that are crazy. Last year, like I said, we did our first cruise July 4th last year, um, and our season ends in October. So it goes April, October. Um, we had 24 cruises last year. Uh, this year so far, um, we just did our 341st cruise, I think. Um, we've, had, we've had almost 1,000 people on our boat. Wow. Um, yeah. And you know, our, the max capacity for a boat is six passengers. So that's mm-hmm. a lot. Like we're really kicking out the cruises. Um, Hell yeah. and you know, and it's all about customer service. It's amazing how there are some people that come on the boat. Like once again, most people find us on Instagram, right? So they already have an understanding of who I am and who my wife is and what our business is. And a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people have come on our boat and they've literally just booked a, booked a cruise so they can hang out with us. Um, that's, Which, that's a cool feeling, man. Yeah, man. It's like the first time somebody did that, I was I got I got into my feels. I was te- teared up because that's just what an honor, right? Um, but you know, with your podcast about service industry, right? I mean, there's lots of services. It's not just sure. restaurants, but it's anything where you 100 percent depend on customer service and and giving a service. Uh, Yep. Um, an atmosphere, if you will, uh, to go ahead and like get those five stars, to get those customers to come back and so on and so forth. And that's like the mantra that we go off of is like customer service is number one. You know, there are other, we got competition here. I mean, there are other sailboats in Baltimore, but you know, if you, you hit them up on Instagram or you give them a call, they'll say, just go to our website. You know, right. everything's on our website. Right. You know, we're talking to people. In fact, after this podcast, there's a guy that booked a cruise from, wait, let me not say it's a it's a surprise. And I, I don't know how far this is going to go, so I don't want to give. But there's a guy in another state who has booked a cruise. It's the first time to Baltimore, and I'm like, "Well, where are you staying? What are you going to do here?" And he's like, "Well, I don't really know yet." Well, let's work it out together, buddy, because I want you to have a great time in Baltimore. 
Um, nice. I'm supposed to give him him a call at five o'clock to tell him what is the best beach to go to uh, in Maryland. So it's I love that. I love that I that I have the chance yeah. to show Baltimore in the light that I see Baltimore in. You know, right, yeah. um, you know, I, I love that that people are giving us a second chance for them to judge our city. Um, I love that they keep coming back. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like there's something about it. Like our customers really make us tick. And yeah. um, the amount of support and love that we get is just amazing. You know, yeah. it's amazing. So, uh, a colleague in my field, when I started doing this a few years into it, uh, the restaurant, uh, he said to me, he was a return uh, visitor from out of town. And I uh, kept seeing him. And at one point, I just got into him and I said, you come to Baltimore a lot for being an out of towner. You don't even. He didn't. It wasn't a work trip. It was just purely pleasure. And the guy said something to me that has just stuck with me. And I and I almost tear up when I hear it. He goes, "We we come to Baltimore for you." That's what he said to me. We yeah. made it a point at Joe Benny. You can buy meatballs anywhere, right? You can buy pizza anywhere. If a place like yours makes a memorable impression on someone, they're going to come back. They're going to think highly of that city. That's why I, I think it's so important for the service industry. And when I say service industry, I say it loosely, because if we work with customers, we're all in the service industry, right? Yeah, you're right, in the right. time industry. I'm in the food service. But we all are customer service. We're all ambassadors of the place that we serve these people in. So right. it's our job to do exactly. that. That's the word, ambassadors. That is my. That is the word I use all the time, 100%. We're ambassadors. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. You know? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't, I can't uh, agree with you more on that, brother. Okay, look, we've talked. We've, what are we like? 20 minutes into this thing. We've talked right. about your background. We've talked about the business. I want to get into a little juiciness. Because right. in the right. service well, industry, this? I know, don't get nervous. Don't fall in the water or anything, all right? But but you have – you. let me see here. I even wrote a couple notes. Okay. Like, I, you know, there's got to be some fun passenger stories. There's got to be some – I don't know. Maybe someone brought a flask on board. I don't know. I didn't see anything. There's got to be someone that's having a little maybe a too good of a time on a boat. Maybe they've – got into something that you haven't shared too often yeah so we uh let me hear it give it to me good bobby so like all right we've never had a passenger fall off the boat knock on wood right never had a passenger fall off thousands of people right um there was this but only one person i thought was going to do that and i won't mention his or her but i would just say it's a he because it's easier to tell the story i won't mention his name but the nicest guy in the world he books a, a birthday cruise for his wife as a surprise. They bring some friends. And this is a guy that doesn't normally drink, right? He's a good uh-huh. guy, might have one or two beers a year, right? But this guy was going balls to the wall on our cruise. And after like three shots of whatever he was drinking, probably rum, um, you know, he gets he gets up out of the cockpit of the boat and starts to walk back up to the front because most of our people still in the front of the boat. And he did one of these tilts where he went all the way over the side of the boat, but like caught himself the last minute, right? I grabbed <laughs> I grabbed him by the arm like, no, bud, you got to sit down here next to me and put a life vest on. And the rest of the cruise, a whole hour, he had to sit next to the captain with a life vest on so I could supervise him. That was literally the one, my most memorable, like funny stories about 
a person that I've, you know, people say, did you ever have an issue with a customer? And that wasn't even really an issue because the guy was super nice. Right. He right. was, he's like, you're right, Captain Bobby, my bad. I think I just drank too much. Um, <laughs> we have out of the thousands of people that we've had on our boat, we've only had like one bad review and I didn't really know how to take it because I'm not used to bad reviews. Right. Um, right. so then it became like this, like weirdo really. Cause the guy was from out of state and, I called him and I'm like, I'm so sorry that it, what can we do better? Can you talk me through this? I honestly don't know how to react to this because I've never had a bad review. Right. Um, and the guy, uh, the, the guy just kind of confused us with an, with another company, which I don't know how that happened. Uh, and in the end he took the review down from Google. But, um, so, I mean, funny stories are like deep stories. I mean, the biggest thing probably is just like, how hard we work and people don't realize that, you know, it is so hard to like be all happy and chummy. Um, you know, when you're on your fourth cruise of the day, so I'm at what we're at nine hours on a day out in the sun, hundred degrees, you know, out in the water. And, uh, the next customers come, we're still all chipper. And even though we stink, you know, and that's the other thing too. I love the, the, the resilience of the forgiveness of our customers. When I said, listen, I think we probably stink right now because we've been on the water all day. But as long as you all stay at the front of the boat, you won't even smell us. Um, but I don't know. It's really cool. I can't really think like, you know, at the drop of a hat. Um, and I hope that this gets edited because maybe we can come up with a better story than the ones I've given you. But um, I can't really think of any times that I've been funny. Oh, wait, I got one. I got uh -oh, one. Here we oh, go. I just cleaned it up. So we had these customers. They were so nice, this couple. They're thinking about buying a sailboat. But yeah. they wanted to see what sailing was like before they did. They've never been sailing. Right. So um, I, we take them out for their two-hour cruise and ask a lot of questions. How does the boat work? What's this part of the boat called? What kind of boat would you suggest? On the way back, they said, hey, Captain Bobby, do you think you can dock under sail without the engine? And, you know, me, Mr. Cocky, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I'm Captain Bobby. I got Mr. that. Jake. Right, right. So um, we're coming about. We're coming around here. Actually, this is where we're docked. We're coming around here, and the wind is so light. It's probably under a mile per hour. The wind is so light. So I'm like, this is going to be the easiest docking in the world. And as I made the turn, I still had the sails out. The wind gust at 18 miles per hour. I don't know. Wasn't even a gradual gust. It was like from one to 18. Um, and I couldn't get to. Re to the sails in enough time to release them. So I just remember yelling, brace for impact. <laughs> oh, Lord. And we bounced the side of the boat off the dock. It wasn't hard because I was going slow in the, in right. the first place, but it was one of those, like, um, I don't know, like humbling moments <laughs> with, uh, with the customers. That's what happens in life, right? We have moments yeah. that were not unexpected sometimes. That's exactly what the customers said. And the next week they went out and bought a sailboat. <laughs> hey, is it, was that Susie and Reed by chance that were on your boat? No, probably, right? No, I don't Friends think so. Friends of mine that are considering getting a sailboat and whatever. But okay. Okay. look, uh, I know it's like today's like one of the hottest days of the year. So we're, we're almost half an hour into this. I want to play a quick game with you. I know I didn't tell you sure. anything about this. So I I went out and did a little homework. And I want to give you a sailing quiz. What do you think? Are you game or is that putting you on the spot? You want to bail out? Oh, you can do yeah, that. let's do it. Why not? I've got just a few questions. I'm going to gauge Captain Bobby's sailing knowledge. All right? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm nervous. I am. 
All right, let's okay. do it. Well, now, this, okay, here we go. We'll get right into it. Again, just bullshit. That's all I do in life half the time anyway, just bullshit it, right? So, sailing is an Olympic sport, right? I think we can agree on that. Okay. One of, one of the oldest Olympic sports. This might be a hard one for you. Do you know when sailing was an official Olympic sport? When it began when was, as an Olympic sport. When was sailing an official Olympic sport? I am going to say 1878. God damn, man. That's so close. 1896. How the hell did oh, you know? damn. That was like the hardest one. I wasn't even going to give it to you. But, uh, uh, we Randomly, so that – remember I said that Alicia has that Wednesday night is date night? Do you know uh-huh. what she wants to do on date night? She wants uh-huh. to go to trivia. Trivia. So that's every Wednesday we do trivia. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here we go. A couple more. Okay. Where would you put a baggy wrinkle on your yacht? Oh, crap. I don't know what a baggy wrinkle. Remember, I'm a blue collar sailor, not a yachter. Um, I know. I know. They a, get baggy, a baggy wrinkle. Uh-huh. A baggy wrinkle. I would put it in the head. On a shroud. Okay, I have no clue what it is. No clue. I'm yeah. literally going to Google baggy wrinkle on here. I yeah. thought this was going to be hit or miss. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one last one, okay? One last okay, one. Okay, all right, all right, all right. And all I'm right. Gonna, I know you're getting fucking sun cancer over there with this. No, I'm fine. I'm in the shade. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. On a sailboat, what is a sheet? Oh, it's the line that holds the main sail and the, uh, the jib or the genoa. That's exactly right. That's exactly oh, yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an it's easy right. one, you know? It's like, you know... Like on a boat, what is the boat? Oh, the boat. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Okay, here we go. This one, I think you're going to know this one. Here we go. Okay. The left and the right sides of the boat are referred to as what? Oh, port and starboard. Port and starboard. Okay, I- real quick. So I do boat le- or sailing lessons, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's a good way to remember port and starboard. Port and left have four letters. Starboard and right don't. So that's, that's, easy. that's the easiest way to remember. Port and left, four letters. I probably will never forget that now that you <laughs> Okay, fuck it. I'm going to get rid of the test. I, you know your shit. Who am I kidding all right, here? All right. Bobby, what's up, Captain Alicia? Where, 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 is Alicia there? Can we say hi? No, to her? This, is, this is another Alicia. This is Captain Alicia. Hi, she Alicia. Captains. Do you know Joe Benny? Uh, Joe Benny, the meatball oh, guy. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you, buddy. How you doing, Alicia? Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Alicia's in this harbor. Stay yeah, nice yeah. and hydrated out there, yeah, yeah. Alicia. Yeah, she captains a, a larger, a much larger boat uh, called um, Watermark Cruises in the harbor. So it's like a big tour boat. They hold about 200 people. Nice. Um, it's you get one thing I've learned about this. I, I guess I really n- never really thought about before. I beca- became a now I'm a commercial boat. I'm a commercial captain. So um, Meeting the other commercial captains, whether on tugboats or on other tour boats or the water taxi or whatever. It is, dude, in one year, it is crazy how many of these people I know, how many cell phones I know. And we talk to each other so much on the radio to stay out of each other's way and on the waterway mm-hmm. um, that now I know them by by voice, you know. Um, and that's one person that she walked by once and I heard her voice. I'm like, are you a captain on the watermark? She's like, yeah. So that's that's small yeah. world, small to more, you know. The camaraderie in your in your field, especially when you're not in it, and then all of a sudden yeah. you jump right in, like I did. You know, I wasn't in the restaurant business. I was in it the last ten years here in Baltimore. I was doing other shit before that, but the, it's yeah. such a tight knit community, and you grow bonds very, 
very quickly. And, uh, and that's why I know you, Bobby. I know you because, like you said earlier, brother, there's a lot of people doing what you do, but you stand out. You have a very welcoming uh, uh, personality about yourself. You're very good at what you do. And that's oh, why. Shucks. I, I, Stop it. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Right? Like you said, there's tons of other people. Thanks, but you're the only one that I know doing what you do. So listen, brother, I know it's hot. It's uh, 98 degrees today, I think I saw earlier. Uh, I'm going to let you get out of here. And I want right, to thank you again. We're probably going to put like this fancy promo or some shit at the end of this to make uh, to put your, your contact information out there. So sure. Yeah. I, is that cool with you? Yeah, that's awesome. And whatever you need, I got a lot of raw video. So if you need oh. video of the boat or whatever, just let me know. Raw video. You got it, buddy. Yeah, I want to thank you again. TK, we got anything to say to Captain Bobby on the way out, brother? Uh, real quick, I found out what a baggy wrinkle was. Oh, shit. Uh, all right, let's do it. A baggy wrinkle, per Wikipedia, is a soft covering for cables to reduce shale chafe. Oh, I know. That's called a baggy. Okay, I know what it does. I know what it looks like. I never knew that was the name, a baggy wrinkle. And so I know they what are. Is, so that ties <laughs> <laughs> They're not used, because as you can see from the pictures, they're not commonly used much anymore. So the Pride of Baltimore, which is, you know, our replica of the Chaucer, uh, our tall ship, it's a clipper ship. As uh-huh. if people don't know what the Pride of – if you don't know what the Pride of yeah, Baltimore yeah. 2 is, Google it. You'll see it's a beautiful boat. Um, they have those, uh, and some other older vessels have those, but that's something we don't really much need anymore. That's you know what you, you, Right. You know what people use now? PVC pipes. They put uh-huh. a PVC pipe over the line, over the, the standing rigging, and the, the pipe just rolls. But you know what? They probably didn't have PVC back then. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You know, and if they try to use clay pipes, that shit probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why is all this clay on my deck every morning? Yeah, so hard. <laughs> well, Bobby, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, it was really fascinating, uh, your story and what you do for Baltimore. Um, if you guys want to go check them out, here, I'll share your Instagram page here. Pull it up. I can get it to Wear the shirt. So <laughs> sail local, local. <laughs> at, yep. uh, on Instagram. And then, of course, your website is uh, boatbaltimore.com. You can go on there and book a cruise. Thanks. Go and hang out. Absolutely. With, uh, Bobby. Well, fellas, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, everything. Man, I cannot wait to eat your balls again, Joe. Um, <laughs> one day, brother, one day. How are, you, how are you doing it now? Is it like a mail order thing? Uh, Do I just mail order your balls to my house? Yeah, yeah, right. That's way too much work, brother. Right now, I'm going through some health stuff. Hopefully, that'll turn around pretty soon. And when it does, I'm coming back, Baltimore. We'll be back, and we'll be yeah. better than that. But right now, we're, we're, we're laying low. We're laying low for the time being, brother. All right, brother. Well, I wish you the best, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Guys, thank you. Right. TK, Bobby, we're out of here. Show Adios. Now.